Welcome to another round of Drawing Board or Miro Board. Today, we talk brainstorms with UX designer Brian. Let's go. First question. You thought you'd see everyone's idea in the team brainstorm, but you've got a grand total of one. Drawing Board or Miro Board? Drawing Board, right? Because in Miro, the team can add ideas now or later. And with Privacy Mode, we can keep them anonymous until they're good to share. Correct. Next, you need the best way to explain your idea, but all you have is a few sticky notes. Drawing board or Miro board? Drawing board, because, you know, in Miro, I could record videos, add text, images, links, and digital sticky notes, of course, present my thoughts the way I want. Right again! Now, you're looking for a past idea you thought was just genius. Only you could find... Oh, there it is. Drawing board or... Miro. Our finished and unfinished work lives in one place. And he's won. Join over 60 million people getting ideas noticed in Miro Brainstorms. Get your first three boards for free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com. show my birthday week show i had to get my guy it's kelly fulton my man need to tell on the show with me the titans what's going bro how you feeling man man i'm feeling good feeling good wonder wish you a happy birthday a continued happy birthday obviously but i feel good man it's it's a uh, you know disappointing into the, to the season but um the sun's shining today and and uh, we got to find a way to be productive so uh that's that's the charge about your team, Diedrich, is this, bro? It's like your team is young, like, yeah. And with this rule, you can sell them guys three or four more years, depending on how roster management goes, how guys feeling about playing town, all those different factors. So, yeah. talk about this just knowing this year was kind of like, hey, it sucked. We had a lot of pauses, we didn't know what we had going on, but hey, we personally got through. But guess the thing about it is at the end of the day, you got these guys locked in for a while that you can build from this. Yeah, no, I, I think, I think. You know what we what we did do is is basically throw guys out there, and we didn't have any type of training camp or any type of uh, summer uh, practice or anything. So we were kind of doing everything on the fly. And so the the motivating thing is just we get all those guys back that kind of already have an idea, but now we're able to put you know the building blocks in front of of what the big picture is. And so it gives us an opportunity to to work with those guys and to be a part of their their career and they can be a part of each other, which is more important. You know, I think, I think we have to understand the team dynamic. You know, this is a team sport and, and the, the sooner we can embrace it and the sooner we're okay with it, we need each other. Um, I think we can expect good things to happen, but you know, I'm really excited about the opportunity that we have before us. We don't have to go out and get a lot of guys. As you said, we're, we're young. Um, you know, the other thing is just trying to get healthy. Oh, yes five games, the last five games without both of our point guards. You know, that's an excuse or whatever, but it's, you know, it's, it's facts. Yeah, it'll be nice to have those guys on the floor. You know, it'll be nice to to have them running the show, so to speak, and, and get us in and out of offense and um, you know, just to just to have your team. I mean, we played basically the whole year without 
one or two guys that that we were kind of counting on. You know, they they didn't they were hurt or one of them was hurt and the other one was kind of in and out. And so it's just, you know, it's just one of those deals, man. We're trying to make the best out of it and trying to do what we can. But I do think that the future is bright for for Cal State Fullerton basketball just simply because we do have everybody back, as you mentioned. And throwing guys into the fire, they had a chance to learn on the fly, trial by fire. Because sometimes for certain people, hey, they got to learn it by just being out there. You can, you can only do so much drill work, so much film work. They got to go out there and experience it against another, another live body and see how it all works together. So I feel like just having that on film to work with them on this season, develop them, is not going to be so for you guys so good down the road for you guys. So you all will be okay next year because these guys had to deal with some stuff that they didn't plan on, different positions that they ain't used to playing, but they got it on film now. You guys can use it to say, hey, there's teachable moments here to get better down the road. Definitely. I think the film is the best best teacher. Um, other than, you know, it's a part of the experience, but I think other than them doing it and going against live bodies, as you mentioned, but live bodies that want to beat them, that's also a different dynamic. But, um, you know, we'll use the film. And I, I was on Instagram last night and saw one of our players working out or doing some stuff and, you know, I made a comment, you know, if you cared about as much, if you cared as much about defense as you do about your offense, you might, you might have a chance to be a player, you know, and so that that's something that we definitely have to shoot up and we've got to be better at it, not because we have to, but because we can't. This is a group that I think can be good defensively, you know, offensively is not the question. We can score with our eyes closed. I mean, shucks, every game that we played is, was in the 80s. You know, and, and I think this is the first year that we have not been as good as I, I thought we could be from a defensive standpoint. And um, that's an area that we, we've got to get better. And again, to me, it's not about talent. It's the desire and the will and the want to actually yeah. lock down and, and do, what, do what we're supposed to from a concept standpoint. So, again, I'm anxious to see what, uh, what this group can put together. And, um, you know, it's one of those gifts and a curse if we get it right. You know, we can be good, but we can also get it wrong. You know, when you're dealing with people, they can come in with all these different types of attitudes and different different uh, agendas. Um, and so that's a that's an area that that we need to be better in and in, in make sure that we're all on the same page so that we can work towards, um, you know, finding a level of success. And trust me, on the NBA level, as you know, I deal with it all the time. The lack of defense, I know what that is. First thing. <laughs> I don't even know, know what defense is at that at that level, especially with that. So, so yeah, so I see that every day. I don't know what that is every day. So yeah, man, and y'all can see it's a want to thing. Like defense is want to, but defense is something that can tra travels whether you home or away. It travels because sometimes you it's it's make or miss people. Sometimes you're gonna miss that night, but if you defend like crazy, giving energy and effort, you can still win games. Yeah, so that's no, all that matters. And I feel like if young men get that in their head, say, hey, if we defend, even when they go in the hole, we can get out of transition, get easy layups, and still score and win the game that way. We can't make it by bombing away, hitting threes or in our regular offense. Yeah, no, I think you you, you spoke it like a guy that's seen it happen a lot, you know. And the, the hard part is just trying to get guys to buy into the fact that defense does travel. It's the other way around for these guys and for this younger generation. They feel like, hey, I can hit a three here or hit a three here, and that'll get us back on track. No, it's actually not. Because if you miss those two threes that you just took, nine times out of ten, the other team is going down and they're going to score. You know, and so those are things that that this group, my group particularly, has to understand that defense does travel. No matter where you are, no matter what you play. And then I said this to our group, you know, um, we played at the MGM 
or the Mandalay Bay Sports Events Center or whatever. I said, you know, the funny thing is, is I took a tape measure out and the court is the same width, it's the same length, and the rims are the same height as where we play on a regular basis. So don't do anything different. Do the same stuff that we've been talking about, the same stuff that we've been preaching and teaching you guys. And, and like you said, you know, the defense part of it, it, it travels, you know, and it saves you. And it, it allows you to be in games. It allows you to win games. Um, but if you don't defend, it allows you to, 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 to be home early. And, and we suffer the consequences of that. And the big part about that is just making sure that our guys understand, hey, man, we, we had a chance, but we didn't play any defense. Um, and hopefully we can get better for that and we can buy into that, oh, that yeah. aspect, you know, the buy-in part. You know, you can do it. It's just whether or not you want to do it and, and it means enough to you to do it. And that's, that's, that's always the, the question. I'll give you an example of myself, Deidre. I was great as a wide receiver at football. Basketball was my second sport. And to play, I wasn't gifted as I was a football, but I had to defend like crazy, yeah. make corner threes, make jump shots, and hustle like hell to be on the court. No doubt. And I did that because I knew I wasn't as talented off the dribble as I wanted to be because I sometimes catch, catch, catch footballs and I did basketball. But I could shoot like crazy. I could defend and give effort and energy. So that's why I played in high school, knowing that it was my second sport. But I still played because I could shoot and defend yeah. like crazy and gave effort because I knew that's why I'd be on the court. So, so yeah. I, I wasn't gifted just to be out there and just be out, yeah, JR can score like crazy, but he can't. But so cause I wasn't that I wasn't that guy. I was a you wanted to, you wanted to run me off the line. That was my game. I'm a set, 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 set shooter. If I got to pull up and draw a dribble, I may, I may make it. If I'm wide open, if I got some pressure, I might leave it short. So that was my game to tell you. But yeah. I knew that if I had wanted to play, if I was defending like crazy, making open shots, I'd be in the court. So I feel like young guys can understand that knowing your role, knowing your limitations, and knowing what you can do, and do that well, you've been the court hell help your team win. Yeah, That's now all. you can come, you can come and give our pregame speech. You hell, you can give our postgame speech. You can give any any speech. The, the key word is that you knew, in order for you to play, that's what you had to do. You knew that if you wanted to play. That's what you had to do, and and I think these guys in particular, I'm talking about our guys, and is that they don't buy into that. They would rather make up an excuse and say, "Oh, well, coach this and coach that," and and you can blame me. I don't like we said before. I don't. I don't. I don't care. Blame me. At some point, you're gonna have to look that man in the mirror yourself and realize, you know what? I didn't do my part in hell. You might not, and that's cool with me too. But understand, I'm gonna give you all of the answers to the test to have success. Whether you buy into those things, that's up to you. I, I'm not gonna argue with guys anymore. I'm not gonna try to convince you anymore. I don't, I don't need to, I don't have to. I, it's already proven that if you do these things, you can have success. As you mentioned, you know, I knew, you knew as a player, if you wanted to be on the court, on the court you had to defend, you had to play with energy, you had to play with effort. And offensively, if you make corner threes and jump shots, you are a problem. But, but it starts with the buy-in of knowing, one, who you are, and number two, buying into that person, and then number three, being that person consistently every single day, being that person. And that's something that I think um, guys don't understand. One of our assistant coaches, Brandon Dunson, he said this when he first got here. He said, you know, rookies in the NBA or rookies that play professionally, they try to show you every move they have and, and, and they want to, they want to do all these different things and they, and they think they, they can beat you versus a veteran. 
they know, hey, I can do this one thing and I'm going to beat you with it time and time and time and time again. And that's the difference between rookies and veterans, in my opinion. You know, veterans, they, they get those contracts and they get those big contracts. Rookies, hopefully they can figure it out, but they don't, they don't start out that way. They start out trying to, you know, in one possession, they want to show you a step back cross and a snatch and this and that. And I'm like, man, don't nobody, nobody paying for that, dude. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's how I made teams. Making jump shots and giving Andrew Everett defending. I tell you, that's how I made teams. Yeah. Like, I could have walked on the teams State University if I wanted to, but I sure. wanted to focus on the, my, my main thing. Yeah. Cause yeah. i I'm gonna give you that effort. No doubt. Cause I went to South Alexander's basketball camps. He saw me for years and he knew yeah. what I was. Sure. But I came for, for something else. No doubt. And so I tell people I play this all the time. Look, if you just find your niche, find your role, and be the master at your role, and then yeah. also try to expand your game. Then for me, I didn't do that because I was focused on playing baseball. And yeah. football. And I knew I was really good at football. I just go, go play D1 or FCS in football. My grades mm -hmm. were terrible. I'll mm -hmm. admit that. I had a 1.34 GPA D. <laughs> ACT is a 15. So I, I, so I screwed myself for yeah. some opportunities. Yeah, got to love it. But I can admit it and know it. So as <laughs> long as you're honest with yourself, young men, I listen to the show. If you're honest with yourself, you're always accountable. You'll be okay because I knew what I was and what I wasn't. Because my father, which is Big J, was not going to let me do anything but be real yeah. with myself. You know what I'm saying? And I think, I think, I think that's you know, for people that are listening and for guys that are that are wanting to be or wanting to aspire, if they just listen to that little bit of snippet, they can make a lot of money because you understood. Hey, I'm not going to be able to get away with all of these things. So I'm going to focus on one or two things. And then, you know what? I made a mistake. I didn't go to class. I didn't take care of academics. But there's still a way to find success in that. There's junior college route. There's, there's, there's all these different routes, but you have to accept who you are. I, didn't, I, didn't, I wasn't the best student. Okay, cool. There's, there's an answer for that. There's a way to find, you be, find success with that. And, and you, you've done it. Heck, you, I, didn't, I didn't know you were... You know, you had a, such a low GPA, especially not talking to you now. I mean, yes. one yes. of the smartest men I know. <laughs> 1.34D. I didn't, I, I didn't apply myself. I did not apply myself. I cared about the football field, the basketball yep. court, and the baseball field. Yep. And the tennis court, too, because I was playing tennis yeah. as well. I played four sports all year long, all year round. And yeah. I let academics slide and also women. And I tell yeah. guys that I, I don't hide it. I, I'm not a guy going to tell you nothing. I ain't, I've been into your shoes, young man. Yep. And I've grown from it to where I am today. I know where I used to be and where I came from and what I had to do. But yep. one thing, I'm, I'm always going to be real about it. You know, I'm not going to yep. BS you about where I came from. I won't even understand, that, hey, if JR can do it, who grew up marginalized, who didn't try, and yep. look where I'm today. I, I tell him off the air. I had my show since January 2012. And it's March 2021. Look how I've grown this thing to where it is today. Yep. It wasn't yep. done by osmosis. It was done by being accountable, hard work, being smart, and taking risks when I had to take risks. No doubt. No doubt. And I, and I don't think people highlight what you've done or highlight the risk or highlight how, how calculated you are. It, you know, being 
being where you were and being where you are now, there's a lot of stuff that happened, a lot of growth, but people don't understand that. They only see the here and now, where you are now, and that's who they want to be. They don't want any part of the the, the sleepless nights or or the the game planning. Hey, I, I got to be up. I haven't slept in you know two days, and I still got to be up. Work in the graveyard show. Two what six a.m. No, no, I listen to your. No, I'm just out there. Two six a.m. No, listen to our show. Two six a.m. Two six in the morning. Come on. I'm like, yeah. I got truckers listening to my show. Yeah. Doing yeah. four hours. Two a.m. Six in the morning. Yep. The, People don't understand that. They don't want to buy into that because there's there's growth in that. In my opinion, there's a lot of growth, personal growth for you and teaching you and showing you how to do this and how to do that. And, and it's important that you grasp those concepts because now, I mean, you can write your own ticket. You literally can write your own ticket now because of the things that you've learned and the things that you've been through and, and, and understanding those things and then buying into to those things. And, and yeah, being okay with making mistakes, being okay with, with learning from those mistakes and then being better for having made those mistakes. And that's that's what people, in my opinion, that's what I would love for people to understand and to have an appreciation for um, is, is there's nothing perfect about life. Nothing. Nothing perfect about life. And, and so let's take this thing that we think is perfect, that is imperfect, and let's try to get as close as we can to perfection. We're never going to get it, but at least we can get as close as we can to it. And, and then after that, you know, do what you do. You know, exactly. Whatever. Exactly. Like you said, D for all the young men out here listening, I just want to tell you, Diedrich is a college coach who's very, very bright, great mind, and he nurtures and <laughs> nurtures kids, makes them better. This guy's had 26 pros come program. And our friendship, I get to bring him to you all and give you free game. <laughs> because yeah. this is part of me giving back to the community. Because okay. I had Big J, but I didn't have many people beyond Big J. Yeah. I had Frankie Allen, Sal Alexander. I yeah. had Paul Hewitt around, right? Yeah. But I didn't. I'm bringing you guys people who can help you if you do the right things and won't mm -hmm. give you free game on this show because they trust in me and in this platform here. What I've grown here since 2012 in January. Yeah, January yeah. 8th, D, 2012, yeah. my, my first show ever. That's crazy. That crazy. I hope I hope people understand. Your listeners will understand what you've been through, and I want to highlight and focus. You know, on the grind. You know, everybody says the grind, and that we're putting in work. And the grind is not Instagram famous. The grind and the work is not putting it on Instagram just because you made a shot or just because you made a right decision. The grind is again. I go back to those sleepless nights. Mm -hmm. those opportunities where you are not sure if you are going to make it, but you make a decision and that decision becomes, yes, I made it thus far. Now I have to go from here to there. And there's decisions with that. Some good, some bad, but, but, but again, I want to highlight just, you know, the grind to me means something completely, totally different. You know, just, uh, I say, see it on Instagram or social media all the time, you know, just because it's not on social media doesn't, it means that it doesn't happen or it didn't happen. That's not true. <clears throat> That's not true. There are a lot of people out there that, that make it happen, you know, minus social media. There are people on social media that are willing to tell you what it was about or how it happened or do what we're doing, sitting and talking, you know, but, but unless you roll up your sleeves and tighten up your boots, man, it's, it's, it's going to be going, you're going to live a different lifestyle somebody else is going to tell you how to get up or when you have to get up or when Most you have definitely. to be, 
And, and people don't, and I didn't, I didn't, I shouldn't say people, I didn't understand the significance and the importance and value of your own time. I was having this conversation with a, with a longtime head coach and friend of mine. And, and you know, the, the difference between being a head coach and then being an assistant, you can say what all you want to say, all these things. But one of the areas is that you get your own time. Yes. Your own time. If you want to lay in the bed and not do nothing until 945 and then get on a Zoom, you can do that. You sure can. As a head coach. But as an assistant, I don't know if you can do that. You know, you got to do other stuff to prepare. And, and yes. you know, it's a whole different, whole different. And you know what, D? Uh, this show's consistent, as you know. Like, nobody books me contest coaches that I do every week. I don't care if it's Jeff Goodman, Rothstein, whoever. I talk to my contest coaches in basketball, and nobody does more than me. I've looked at it. I don't care who it is. They can't compete yeah. with me. I have top coaches from power fives, low majors, mid majors, every week on my show because yeah. I decided I won't make my niche that way because I'm already I'm already in the, in the, in the NBA. I ain't got to chase the NBA if I want. It's, that's, that's too easy. Let me do something and give back to people who don't get the plug they need, who does not, who don't get the, the good media they need because you and I both know only something bad happens or you win that they come talk to you. No doubt. Not because they <laughs> no. want you know, <laughs> no doubt that is one thousand percent true, and it's on Facebook 1, for you every day. True. It's on Facebook for you every day. Instagram, yep. I'll show you the work and see young men listening out here. You got put in show good work, don't be about the glitz and glam. Folks know me because what JR covers these teams the right way, he doesn't give you gotcha yep. questions, it's about. Yep. Your program, the people, and you, and life in general. And so, D, as you know, you've been on the show, I don't know, eight, nine times probably so, since we've been talking to each other, right? You know how I operate, bro. Like, and if guys want to come on the show, which some of them don't, that's, that's their loss. I'm, I'm here in Atlanta. I'm not, not marking the country. And I'm going to yeah. make, you, make you look good. I'm not going to give you anything to make you look bad. You see, so yeah. I, 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 I laugh people tell me no. It's funny to me. It's amazing. Actually, I was about to ask you, like, people actually tell you no. They say, no, I'm not going to come on your show. Yes. What's wrong with them? Some of them power five. Some of them have gotten bigger jobs than mid-majors and say no to me now. Oh, yeah. That is, to me, that's the epitome of stupid. Oh, that, yeah. I hate to say it, but that's that. I don't, I hate to say it, but it needs to be said. That's the epitome of stupid. Like, why wouldn't you get on this type of show to highlight or to talk about Whatever it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't matter what you guys are talking about. I see it all the time in terms of you know the information that you put out, and I'm like thinking to myself, dang, how did Jared get him on the show? Dang, Jared got him on the show, and 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 because he has because you have them on the show, it makes me tune in because I want to hear what those guys have to say. Yes, but and, and you know people that don't want to do what we're doing right now to me, I, hey, I, I would shy away from them. I'd erase them up. I would erase them out of my phone. D, let me tell you something. I give these people a window, as I give you, from 11 to 5 Eastern time, Monday through mm -hmm. Friday. You mean to tell me that X, insert coach can't find 20 minutes within 25 hours a week to join me? Or, okay, if it's even if it's outside of the windows, how about I'm open doing early in the morning or later yeah. at night? Yeah. So to me, it's just either the SID trying, trying to be, have a power play or the coach is a dumbass. <laughs> 
No, and, and the funny thing is, is and this is where, where it really, really bothers me, is that those same people, they're not going to be successful forever. They're going to need you on their way down. And if you ignore it on your way up, then you can expect it to be ignored on your way down. So when they call you and tell you, hey, I want to get on your show, you know what I'm going to say. It's already so, happened. Yeah, telling the kid, telling the line them rocks up. It's already it's already <laughs> happened. It's, it's already happened. Like I will not by saying any names. Yeah, a certain coach left a certain university that I have very relationship with. The university is either him or this idea. I can't get him on the show. Really, I've texted him. It's on red, so you know I want having the show. Yeah, and I'm not gonna say the name, but I'll say off the air. But yeah, it's a certain coach who I talk to a lot. Yeah, left the school he was at. Jr. ain't nothing no more. <laughs> it happens, bro. Some of these guys get jobs that you see on my show. Watch them. When I try to hit them up, hey, I want to have you on the show because you got a new job. Yeah, you'll see who it is because some people who it's funny. D, I look every every carousel. Getting new, someone getting new jobs and they don't talk to Jr. no more. Well, left I me think- leave, leave me on read. I'm like, okay. Tell you what, when they fire me and I'm outside picking picking up garbage and doing what I'm doing, I'm still listening. And if you want to put me on, I will always be on the show. And I'm not just saying that because of what we're talking about. I'm saying that because this is important to me. For us to look like we look, to have a conversation that we're having. Literally, we are giving away different perspectives of keys to success. That's, yes. what, that's what we're talking about. Yes. You know, that, that's what we're talking about. We have a conversation off the air or on text or we talk on the phone. That That's between you and I. But when we get in this space, the information that is shared is a way, not the way, a way yes. to have success. It's just my perspective. It's your perspective. But yes. you have umpteen people on your show and people are, that to me, that says you don't want to be successful. You don't You don't want what what's out there and it's free. All you got to do is click on it. Yeah. It's not money, you know. I don't charge for content. Yeah. Because guess what? I'm blessed already. I don't, I don't need people's money. Yeah. My job is to give back through the gift of radio and content. Yeah. And provide people with knowledge like Cliff R. Bright, Black Black Voice Matter, or the signatures from George. I'm trying to get them on the show. Or a congresswoman. Yeah. I got to take that interview next week. So I'm trying to step up my game here and give back even more to our community because of guys like Lori Pierce, who I love dearly. Yeah. No he inspired doubt. me to get more input in politics. He really did. No doubt. Because seeing no him doubt. out there, gave Jared can do the same thing too. Because unlike Coach Pierce, I have a platform where I'm not shackled by a certain hat or a team. <laughs> yeah. You know, the funny, the funny thing about that is that, you know, we all have a platform. We all, it, some of us are bigger, some of us are smaller, but we all have a platform to have these kinds of conversations. And I've never heard you say, hey, you need to do this politically, or you have to do this. Like, in my opinion, you are trying to expose the information and give the information and let people yes. choose whatever they will. And that's fine, but do something. Don't just sit back and criticize and don't just sit back and like, do something, get in the fight one way or the other, one side or the other. Like, and, and I want to say this also, like, like George Raveling, I've known him for, for some time and coach Raveling has, uh, you know, he's a mentor and, 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 and 
you know, he's a friend of mine. And, and literally, I'm still like, I just got off the phone with him probably two, three days. I am blown away, coach. I am I, like that, that he, he called me. I didn't call him. He called me. And, and like, here it is, this, this guy with all of this information. And, and never does he say, hey, D, you need to do this. Or, hey, D, you should do this. All he's doing is just giving me information yes. for me to, to make up a decision. And I noticed that over the course of our relationship, like, Coach Ravin, you know what? He's never said that I should do this. And he's sitting like three or four seats uh, well above where I would love to go from a success standpoint. So, yeah, he could say, hey, you need to do this and this. this. He never says that. And we're talking about Coach George Ravin. Yes. Like one of the, one of the like he's so big time. He has Martin Luther King's original I have a dream speech. You realize that? Like the document like of, of, of Martin Luther King writing. Wow. He, Coach Raveling has it. And not that that's a big deal, but that is a ginormous deal. Oh, it's a big deal. <laughs> that's it's a, a ginormous big deal. And and like he doesn't, he'll never tell you that unless you unless you ask him, unless you bring it up. But Again, like these are, he's a historical monument that, that we have the chance to access. And to me, like for us not to access that, however you do, I, I just, I just think it's just not utilizing all of the resources that you have at your disposal. And see, I'm about being fair. And I'll tell you, I have invited people on the other side on my show. They tell me no. Yeah. I, I invited the when I was on my show, Leffler and Purdue, I was told you don't see it our way, so no. Yeah, of course. I, so, so I, to be fair, I reach out to every school to have their coach on, even Duke and North Carolina. They tell me yeah. no, yeah, but I do reach out, mm -hmm. and it's a form message too. D, it's not even actually a real person; it's yeah. a copy paste, a, a auto reply. Do the coach K schedule, blah, 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 blah. He can't give – how about you run it by him? Right. Because I have relationships with Kenny Blakeney, mm -hmm. people who are close to him. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. I've had Johnny Dawkins on, on my show, Jeff exactly. Capel. So I have guys in my network who, who would vouch for me to Coach K if they would actually look at the request. No doubt. No doubt. I, 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 I provide links. I talk to Coach Capel, Coach Blakeney many a times, and – Coach Dawkins. No so I give proof when I reach out to have somebody on my show because I book my own show. People don't realize that I book my own show. I don't have a booker. Right. Because I know who I want to talk to each week. Exactly. I don't want nobody yeah. to read, try to read my mind for me. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Ain't like ain't nothing. And I said ain't. Ain't nothing like doing what you think is important because people need to hear that. And that's your prerogative. It's your show. So you are doing what you think is necessary for us to consume the information that you are giving to us. It's up to us to, to make good with the information. Yeah, and so, D, it's just funny in your profession, man. It's funny how – I've also been told – it's, it's funny. I'm going to tell you some background story. A coach told me, and I quote, you're too close to guys in my conference. So I don't trust you. Really? That, yeah. <laughs> I have a radio show. I have to talk to people. I can't talk, just talk to you. Mm -hmm. It'd be okay and I have a good show still. Mm -hmm. It's about talking to everybody. Yes, yeah. I'm close to some guys and others. 
but don't mean you don't can't trust. Cause in my, in my main job, I have to keep stuff private, right? <laughs> or right. I'll lose my job. So, <laughs> so when I my main job is keeping stuff confidential, I think I when I'm, I'm gonna give people I know your your plays. If you, if you call out, make a call out on my show, that's that's on you, not me. I didn't tell you to call out a play, but if you do that, that's on you. So it's yeah. like, it's, it's funny the crap I hear from certain guys. You're too close to him. He's been on your show all these many times. Like, really? You keep you keep in count? Right. That just tell, tells you that, that 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 word trust, they're not, in my opinion, they're not using it as it says to be, you know, the definition of trust. They're using it as a defense mechanism. I don't trust you. You don't trust yourself. Exactly. If, if you call out a play on a show, it's not like I can't, as a coach, if I hear <laughs> it, I can go to Synergy and see what you're running. Like, there's, there's like, shut up. Shut up. It's, shut up. It's funny. Like, it's like, are you serious? I example with you. Me, I'm, I met you first, but I'm still cool with Danny and John. But it don't mean that you don't trust me because I'm cool with them too. No doubt. No <laughs> that's doubt. Like, that's what this guy was saying pretty much. Like, really? <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and the one thing I've, I have learned, Jr. throughout this whole pandemic and social unrest and, and, and all these things, and I do want to say this, like we've talked about a little bit, but, but I've learned there are always, you know, a different perspective than yours. People don't agree with you all the time, you know, or they, they, they share a different perspective because they come from a different place and they're different. They have a different experience that allowed them to have that perspective. And, and the one thing I do or one thing that I've noticed over the course of this year or two years is just that you don't always have to agree with that perspective, but you have to acknowledge it if you are being true and fair. And, and, and there's a relationship that I, that I want to refer to that I have, and it's continuing to grow. And it's root, like we are two totally opposite people. He's white, I'm black. He's Demo I'm, I'm Democrat, he's Republican. Like our political beliefs are, are, are completely, totally different. Like if you saw him and you saw me there, you'd be like, they have nothing in common. But he's become one of my closest confidants. And the reason is because of honesty and trust. And he can tell me, hey D, I don't believe that. I don't think that. And it makes me think, wow. Maybe he doesn't understand, or if he does understand, it's totally fine. It's rooted, our relationship is rooted in a level of honesty where we can, we can agree to disagree and be okay with it. And it just continues to grow and grow and grow and grow. And it's, honestly, it's probably one of the most profound, prophetic relationships that I have because it's rooted in honesty. Like when we get off the phone uh, and you, you, if you hear us talk, you think we've been friends for a long time because we laugh and joke. And then all of a sudden you'll, you'll hear, you know, we'll, we'll be serious for a moment and, and, and we'll talk about X, Y, and Z. And then, and then all of a sudden we'll agree to disagree or, or agree on the matter and, and move on. But we're still friends because he knows that I'm going to be honest. I know that he's going to be honest. He's going to tell me what he thinks. He's not going to sugarcoat it. He's not going to tell me anything that he wouldn't normally say because he doesn't, you know, that he doesn't feel. And he's not worried that, well, these going to think this and these. No, nah, I appreciate that opinion and that perspective. I don't agree with it. But I appreciate the fact that you trust me enough to tell me and share and help me see the whole picture. Because 
you and I might agree. There are other people out there that, that don't agree. Mm-hmm. And so they're, they're, they're and, and, and all I'm saying is we have an opportunity to, to agree to disagree, but, but at the end of the day, we still have to be productive. Yes. And that in my mind is, is, is like, that's, that's where a lot of people don't, they miss out on the opportunity. You know, we're, we're never, we're not productive and it's never me and him or you and I, it's not about us. It's for the, the people that can't necessarily speak. They don't get the same opportunities that you and I have. And, and so it's, to me, it's bigger. It, it's much bigger than, than, than that. It's funny. I spend all the time. I, I can talk to you anytime I want to talk to Jason Hooten, Pat Kelsey. I can talk yeah. to, you know, Lauren Kruger. I can talk to all these different guys, Matt Driscoll, like all you guys are all different. But we all have a friendship with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, Paul Mills and I, we love Houston together. You know, I, you know what I'm saying? So, like, it's funny that, hey, Dustin Kearns, laid back dude, we, he's, he's a Santa Clara guy, so he's cool with LP. Like, we had that in common. So, all the different coaches I talk to, we have commonality. We become yeah. friends. Like, it's like Greg Horrenda. Who would think I'll be friends with Greg Horrenda? Yeah. You know, but we both are excitable guys. We got energy. We love each other. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. my show, Allow me to meet people like you, build relationships with people like yourself and other people in, in the college basketball because of just this platform and me being a real guy and being straight up with you guys. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to hurt anybody, I'm only trying to help. No doubt. And that's what I love that we can all, we can talk like friends. Like I can talk to, you know, like I said, just a little about Jaguars, you know what I'm saying? Donnie Tindall, even people don't like him that much anymore, but still, he's a good friend of mine. You know, I can yeah. talk to him about whatever, you know? So it's like, it's, it's just, just Darren Horn, even, you know, Mike yeah. Davis. Uh, Andy too, like I can name the guys that Todd Lee says I was cold. You would have think they they're they're cool. Yes, we're great. No big. It's like it's all love and just having a good time on, on the air. Having a, Kyle Keller even another guy. Joe yeah. Golden in championship. Uh, Austin Clunch. All these guys I talk to. We're yeah. all good. Yeah. We all come to different backgrounds. But guess what? On this show, off the air, on the air, we're like one man. It's all a big family. No doubt. No doubt, no, and I, I think that that's that's to be applauded um, because people do trust you. And then when I say people, like all the people that you've named, they they you are bonded. They recognize that, but they trust you. They trust the information that they give you, or they trust that you you know you're going to take care of the relationship between them, and you're going to protect that relationship. And people need to be they need to feel comfortable with that and be okay with that. And then they also need to recognize when you can't trust a person because they're not going to protect the relationship and and then you need to act accordingly so i don't know man it just it, it's crazy and you know what d i want to tell you, you hey 100 win this year brother congrats on that man because a black coach 100 wins is amazing yeah some yeah. of us don't make it that far to get 100 wins yeah no and i and i appreciate the fact that you know and i say this i've said this since since it happened i say you know, the 100 wins, what, what does that really, really mean? And, and I think time has passed to where I have a different level of appreciation in the same area that you just talked about. Like some people don't ever get to see that. Some people don't experience that. And so the way that I experience it is probably a little bit different and maybe unique. And, and I want to say some things that that we've already said, but, but I take pleasure in the fact that we have a 92% graduation rate. I take pleasure in the fact that within those 100 wins, we have gone to the NCAA tournament. I take pleasure in the fact that we have 26 pros. I take pleasure in this, the fact that Danny Sprinkle is playing tonight um, for uh, an NCAA tournament bid, and he was a part of our program. 
John Smith, who beat my ass last week, um, Tuesday, to, to eliminate us from the, from the Big West tournament. You know, I, I, as, as hurtful as that is, that's the competitor in me. But I also take pleasure in the fact that he, we, were, we worked together. We were part of that. And so that's what 100 wins to me means. You know, it means the fact that we have a group of graduate managers and their relationship with each other. Like they don't know each other. They didn't know each other from Tom. Like, like they had no idea who each other was. But now it's like they have a bond. And that bond is, you know, some of the things that we've been through, some of the things that we've done. And it's like now to where, like, I, even as a head coach, like I know when our, those guys are not in practice. When they're not in practice, for me, it, it, I get nervous. I'm like, where's Colin? Where's Alex? And, and they're like, coach, don't worry about it. No, I, I worry about it because that's what 100 wins. I can't do what it is that we do together without those guys. I need them. Yes. So sure. <laughs> make sure they're they're here like go get them what are they doing you know like, like I, I just again like like we could be in the middle of practice and, and Colin or 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 whomever could be you know they they're doing a food run I'll notice that and I'll ask hey where where are those guys where's Rob well what are they doing we're practicing what, what and, and it's part of to make our to help our program run they're doing their their job but that to me is is way more important than the public barometer of a hundred wins. You know, the public uses that to determine your success. And I don't. It's cool. It's nice. But those guys and their relationship and their growth and their development is way more important to me than 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 this public hundred wins. But it but it's cool, you know, because I sit now and on and we're coming up on our version of Black Monday, so to speak, you know, different guys will start to lose their opportunities and so on and so forth. And so it takes a little bit of a different form for me um, because those guys won't be able to pursue what it is, those hundred wins or whatever. There's definitely. And so, yeah, it takes a different, it'll, it'll take a different form um, and we'll celebrate it maybe differently. But again, it's just, you know, what, what, what I get excited about is just, you know, doing this, sitting and talking about, about things that we've been through, things that are that are hard, and and things that are that, that we celebrate. You know, there there are a million people in in my phone that that I just I just get some type of encouragement, um, encouraging them. It encourages me, you know, and that could be the young guy in me and and the the church upbringing, <clears throat> um, so to speak. But um, that's 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 what a hundred wins means to me. Like that's that's a long winded answer. No, that's a great answer. Cause see, this is funny. Cause I have my own show. You have all the, all the, all the room room you want. I, I'm, I'm not bound by a hard out or or a short break here coming up here. <laughs> no doubt. They no are doubt. syndicated on his own. He's bound by as long as in an hour. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, um, I digress from that. Dave. Yes, and, and I'll tell you this, D. I've been talking for the last five years on this show, man. You want to close to do it? I'm close to as you. I'm gonna be real with you. Yeah, I, I talk to you about so I talk to you, very few people. I talk to about talk to you what you about. Very few people I tell you. So I tell you stuff. I tell very few people. So I want you to know that I'm serious about that. Yeah. You're a part of my inner circle for real. Like I tell yeah. you stuff. I tell, I tell a lot of people. I tell I tell you off the record, brother. You yeah. are one of my guys. My inner circle for real. Definitely, I, I mean it. Vice versa, you know. And, and the thing I respect most is that. 
our relationship again is rooted in honesty. I can I I'm not talking to a media personality. I'm not talking to this guy that wants information. I'm talking to you. And so what it does is it allows me to be me. Yes. It allow it it undresses everything and I can be me. And that's when you can really get me and feel comfortable. You know, I I was with my mom last night and and I'm 46 year old, 46 years old, and I was telling her a story. And I said a cuss word and it just came out. Dude, I was so nervous. I drove around the parking lot twice and couldn't figure out how to get out. I literally <laughs> couldn't figure out how to get, because I'm nervous. My mom, she's probably five, three, five, four, but I know she will beat my neck because of what I said. Yes. And, but, but again, like, I don't, I can't, I can't, I have, there's a certain, I have to be a certain way with my mom. I can't do that with her as I can with you. You yes. know, it's totally, totally different. And, and I, I recognize that and I'm super, super appreciative, but I thought I was, I was about to lose my life last night. I said some bad, I said some words, man. I said, I was like, wow, did you just say that? Who's in the conference? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I got one more thing for you, D, before you go. Uh, Alzie Brown got a job at Wichita State. Terrence Johnson got at Texas State. Lavelle Sanders, I have my show this week, Lavelle Sanders at Binghamton. So tell us, I mean, we lost two great men, Anthony Stewart and Lou Hill, but we did, we did gain Terrence Johnson, Lavelle Sanders, and now Alzie Brown at Wichita State with, with great jobs here. I, I think it speaks miracles, uh, not miracles, but I think it speaks wonders for who they are and what they've endured. You know, if you're familiar with Terrence Johnson and, and the situation that he endured, if you're familiar with Wichita State and Coach Brown and what they endured, for them to continue to find a level of success and continue to stand up and be who they are, it speaks volumes. And, 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 and the guys that are in their program, the players that are in their program, the assistant coaches, for them to see those guys every single day and gain some type of knowledge, I think it, it, just, it just says who they are as men. It says who they are as black men. Um, but it but it shows that they can they can lead um, and, and they they have this opportunity and I couldn't be more excited for them like literally I want to quit my job and go work for them and be a part of what they're doing just because of um, what they've been through what they've endured and lessons that they've they've learned um, and and then what's going to be taught because of the lessons that they learned you know for them to stand up and say hey I did this and and people forget you know like like Coach Brown. They won the conference. Mm -hmm. Terrence Johnson, they won the conference. It's not a situation where they were gifted these opportunities. They had to prove. They had yes. to show. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that to me speaks. I mean, it's, it says a lot for them. And I'm so happy that they got the opportunity um, and excited for them in the future. And I'm, and I'm probably more excited for the young men that they have a chance to to be a part of their success track, you know, just, just watching them and being a part of uh, their recruiting and all that stuff. I, I'm excited for them and excited for this opportunity for them. And folks, that's my man, D.D. Taylor, my man, D. Hey, I had to have him on my birthday week, man. I, I, I'm glad a, an unnamed guest back that I can fill in with D.D. Taylor, man. So I'm going <laughs> to go mention the unnamed guest who will be getting a bigger job real soon. But yeah. <laughs> Tell him I said thank you. Tell him I said thank you. So, yeah. And I am for hire. I am for hire. Just in case he was wondering or anybody out, I am for hire. Counselor Fullerton wants to hire me and re-up our contract. Hey, I'm for hire. I am for hire. Just in case anybody wanted to know that. So, yeah, so, yes, I, I, hey, in the birthday week with, this, with a great guest like this, man, my guy, Deidre Taylor, one guy in the inner circle, a friend of mine, talk about life, uh, our crappy football teams. 
And they are crappy. Uh, 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 unnamed, non-defending sucker, who I won't say their name. <laughs> so, you know, all I'm going to say is that, uh, hey, it's only popping, sucker. I got no my show no matter what you do, sucker. <laughs> no doubt, right? No doubt. Let them know. Let them know. <laughs> Folks, exactly check, right. check us out at bossonshow.com. D, thank you, thank you, brother. You're my guy, man. I appreciate so much. Man, I appreciate it. I definitely appreciate the opportunity and, and just the, the genuineness in the conversation. I definitely appreciate it. It goes without mention that that uh, uh, you mean the world to me. So I appreciate it. No doubt. Folks, check my man out. CF, CSF Coach Taylor on Twitter. Follow him, his program, The Titans. We good. Appreciate it. Peace. of being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 more you'll reach sweat platinum at planet fitness you'll get energy without the upsell never pushy always free fitness training and equipment for every workout it's fitness that fits your budget join planet fitness for just one dollar down and ten dollars a month cancel anytime deal ends friday may 10th see home club for details